0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome everybody. We are deep in July already Pam's going to let us know all about the week of Monday, the 10th of July. That's week 28 of this year, 2023. We are ActiveSpirituality.life, Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli, and I will be back for the meditation. What's in store
0: for July, Pam? Uh, July uh, hot day on July 10th. Moon is in Aries, and when I say it's a hot day, I yes, the temperature may be high, but it's also simply energetically a very intense day. There is a lot of confrontational energy. And the thing about when I say something like that is I don't want to um, alarm people who don't like conflict, but I do want to point out that when I say something is going to be confrontational, basically we are being asked to meet something and directly
2: <clears throat>
0: in full consciousness. And when we don't, then conflicts certainly can arise because we're not really seeing the situation with objectivity and clarity. We may think we are, but that moon in Aries suggests a lot of passion in this particular day. Mars enters the sign of Virgo So that can quiet somewhat uh, what I'm talking about. It also lends itself to a heightened awareness of the therapeutic or not reactive response to confrontation. But for some of us, it's going to take greater awareness because it can. It's intense, it's hot. And the other thing that is exacerbating what I'm looking at is that the tit for tat or uh, power play that can come up in conversation is also heightened. So I don't know... How many of you or how often you are in conversation or situations where you might, something pops in your head to say, and part of you says, "Mm, better not say that. It's good to note, but better not say that. Or how can I say that in a more diplomatic way? Whereas other people just Pops in their head, and they just say it. Um, That can be good. It can also be not so good. (laughs) Because if we say something that is tinged with righteousness or um, how we think things should go or uh, something that's a truth but is delivered in a very harsh way it can it can be painful. That old childish uh, phrase, sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me. I don't even know if the millennials have ever heard that, let alone the Gen Z, but that's an old phrase, and it's untrue. <clears throat> uh, it's untrue because the psychological, emotional, and even spiritual effect of destructive words, as we know from the work Dr. Omoto did with water, where you say to a glass of water, I love you, peace, I embrace you. And that water you drink, then when you do the little um, micro- intensity of picturing blows up to be this beautiful crystal. But if you're saying terrible things to that glass of water, of course, it, it looks, when you look at those water cells under a microscope, they look ruined, brutal, ugly. It's an interesting study, his work. But that's what I see on this day. You get to decide what words you're putting out in the universe, either in your head or verbally. And I lovingly suggest, and I'm saying this to myself as much as I'm saying it to anybody else, that because I have a chart configuration that has taught me this from an early age, that just because it pops into my head doesn't mean that I should open my mouth and say it. And how do I deliver that truth or massage it or accept it in a way that's not hurtful to me or to whoever needs to hear it? And it's a challenge. So I, I see that as being one of the great challenges of Monday, July 10th. And I'll say this, if you are the victim of somebody's harsh words or confrontational way of delivering a message, you get to decide whether you wield a sword back with words or if you diffuse it, you get to decide. So always the true confrontation is within ourselves however it's being delivered to us by the outer world and with moon in aries and mars in virgo it can be a tremendously healing day not an easy day but one that might propel us into greater even greater awareness So the moon goes void, of course, at 7.11 p.m. And after that point in time, the temperature really starts to go down. And the moon enters Taurus at 7.55 p.m. And now we're in lovely energy. So I wish all of us, whatever we weather on Monday, July 10th, that by... The later part of the evening, we're feeling a sense of wanting to restore, uh, be gentle, loving with our body, get hugs, and just <clears throat> ease in to a more productive couple of days that we can certainly have on Tuesday, Wednesday. Not that Monday won't be productive; it's it's simply one has to be very alert. I think that's the big message on Monday. And it can be a very regenerative and empowering evening for those of us who allow our bodies to restore and really enjoy the gift of your physical body. So on the 11th, Tuesday... Uh, Let's see. Mercury's entering Leo. Mercury moves very quickly through signs. So it certainly has, uh, it colors somewhat communication, especially for Gemini and uh, Virgos. But we don't pay a heck of a lot of attention to, as Mercury's moving through signs, to have a big impact But I think part of it, what it's saying right after the intense Monday is let's play a little. Let's let's remember to be playful with our words and self-expression. And this is a wonderful day, I think. It's just a fabulous day. It's got a moon Jupiter picture. So it's an picture with Saturn as well. So it's. You can get the support you need. You can get the funds, the support, the validation. All this stuff is available to you on this day. So embrace it. Let it in. Allow it. Uh, Be alert to opportunities. Very, very juicy energy out there. And enjoy the privilege of life. So Wednesday the 12th. Similar energy to the day before. One thing to keep alert to is that something unexpected can come in and you can either pivot or not. That depends on if the unexpected thing is something you want to embrace or dance from. An interesting thing to note as we get deeper into the evening, especially those of us who have a moon-venus challenge in our horoscope, the late afternoon-evening may get us feeling a sense of our needs aren't being met or we're feeling unheard or just a kind of restless dissatisfaction or a sense of why don't why don't i deserve this why can't i get this realize that it's a a temporary passage it it's an indication for you to look at why you even think that and to move from it and just remind yourself this is a feeling it's an emotion it's an old habit and doesn't necessarily have any relevance to what's going on now. I can invite in something juicy, satisfying, and productive. And you certainly can as of um, 9.30 in the evening. For those of us who still are at work or finishing something up or even involved in a wonderful conversation, this is Very creative, very uh, productive time. Then on Thursday, the moon goes void, of course, at 2.11 a.m. in the wee hours, and it enters Gemini at 3.26 a.m. So many of us are certainly Eastern time zone, because all the times I gave are Eastern time zones, so... You need to adjust if that's not where you live. But those people may very well be sleeping at this time. And what happens when the moon enters Gemini is the energy is a lot more jazzed, especially during these next few days. And so we may wake up or some of us may wake up with kind of a, a fire uh, like, oh, gosh, I've got to move or I've got to do this or or I can't believe I forgot that. Uh, so it it can be for early risers, especially a very fast moving morning. What you want to do is tamp down any sense of anger or frustration because that's just not going to be productive. <clears throat> and keep your eye on what it is that you want to produce and make happen. So with the day overall, I think one of the most important things to say about this day is to not shirk a responsibility or commitment. And if somebody has a responsibility to you and they're not following through, it might be a good time to address that or to look for someone who will show up, deliver, support, and help, and to realize that that person who wasn't able to deliver in the way you would have liked either can't or is not a good candidate for what you thought was going to roll out and happen. And on the 14th, if we've had greater awareness of how to get the support we need or and we're not in slipping on that slippery slope of thinking, oh, you know, they'll come around or if if I set a good example or I'm the one who can change this person, as long as we're not in that <laughs> That bubble of denial um, this day can be a very productive one, uh, expressing, uh, getting some magic or inspiration or something that is almost like a gift. Wow, where did that come from? But we have to be able to be available to an opportunity when it comes in if we're not then it's just something we can wave as it passes by or feel like, darn it, you know, I missed that again. Saturday the 15th, uh, I think this morning for early risers, the best way to use this morning is in a nice long meditation, a walk in the woods, in nature, somewhere where you can just, release from your to-do list it's it's just gonna (laughs) not be as productive as you would like if you make this a high activity uh, early morning when the moon goes void of course at 8 35 a.m in the sign of Gemini this increases that need to to just float and and play and and not be burdened with demands, responsibilities, or deadlines. The moon enters Cancer at 1.13 PM. And once it does this, we are invited to do things that really restore us. I think Saturday afternoon and all of Sunday morning, I mean, morning, afternoon, and evening, wants us to eat foods that are good for us, rest, be near or in water, do things that just restore and give you a sense of home and connection. That's what this weekend is asking for. So. Nature. If you can't be in nature, um, watch a movie with beautiful scenes in it. Listen to music. Do things that allow you that sense of floating. Uh, it's the Moon in Cancer, especially this weekend. It it wants to be restored. It wants to reconnect in some way. And many of us come from family backgrounds that were a bit fraught or very much so. And so the job is to create your own idyllic home and life that may be very separate from the one you came from. And Or it may be exactly a continuity of it if that worked for you. But this weekend is asking that we restore ourselves to that root, whatever it was, whether it's a root that was a productive and supportive one in our family of origin or if it's one that we've been creating the the root of what we want to find for that sense of connection and restorative energy the the well that you go to to drink your fill so that you can then go out in the world and be productive and do what you have to do. So let this weekend, especially from Saturday afternoon on, let the weekend restore you somehow. And now I turn it over to Susie. Let us be, let us be,
1: let us be restored. <laughs> Wonderful. Restored to our vital energy to our really joyful original state. Okay, let's go. I invite everyone to take a place of stillness and quietness and just for a moment just take 10 minutes out for the brain to have a little space, for the body to have a little space, all of us to just Put
2: some more space in between the atoms there. Now as you take a nice deep breath,
1: one of the things that um, we like to visualise, we, I, (laughs) we like to visualise is that from the base of our feet or even going deeper, perhaps into the center of the earth
2: to visualize yourself inside a giant spiral the wonderful energy moving up through that spiral
1: now some people say that it should be clockwise some people say it should be anti-clockwise Um, Many of the world's traditions, actually, like the dervish dancers, they dance anti-clockwise. So just see where you feel your spin is going, anti-clockwise or clockwise, and don't get caught up in it, whether it's right or wrong, just what's right for you right now, what's going to help to balance you, balance your polarity fields, balance your energy now. And visualize yourself within this spiral. And let's all do it maybe from the heart of Mother Earth. So the spiral starts right in the middle of our planet, right at the heart of the Mother. And then as it's moving up, we are inside that spiral. And that spiral is helping us. To recalibrate our electromagnetic field, it's recalibrating all of the energy in our body on the atomic level. And as it's moving up, it also has the quality of bringing energy into the cells so that they can very effectively do their house cleaning, so removing any toxins, any heavy metals, and believe me, we're all full of them all day long, no matter how healthy our life is, just because of the pollution on our planet. So as this spiral is moving up, It is creating that forceful energy that is allowing all of these toxins to evacuate from our body. Maybe if we have any any health issues or parasites or anything like that, it's helping to whoosh them up and whoosh them out. Also in our bodies where we might be holding some old, stuck energy where we can't get over something or we keep playing back in our mind old stories, things that have happened in the past. Let the past be the past. Allow the future to be the future and just be in the present moment. So feel that whooshing energy now, taking out All
2: of the old stuck things in our body, moving them up and out. And you can visualize them either coming
1: out through the sides of your body as this wonderful cleansing spiral is moving up, or you can visualize them coming up and out through the top of your head And you can visualize them then going around you into the atmosphere and being transmuted so that everything that is coming up and out is being transmuted into neutrality, just neutral things. And as we feel this, We can feel also any of the places where we are stuck in our emotions, any places where we're maybe encapsulated, holding on to some emotions, just feeling them moving up and out,
2: things from deep in our core. Just imagine we don't need to have 10 years of psychotherapy.
1: We can just do this for ourselves without drama, without reliving
2: trauma, just energetically moving things with ourselves and with the energy of Mother Earth the powerful connection, the knowing that we are a part of Mother Earth always, that we are of this Earth and that we are absolutely the children of Mother Earth. And as we feel this energy moving up, as we are purifying ourselves, making the choice to be in this healthy body, making the choice to be of this healthy
1: mind and emotions, that we have a choice in every
2: moment to be who we are, to be what we feel. And as we're feeling this energy, recognizing that every moment
1: is so full of of potential and so full of this opportunity for us to, to really
2: live in that exquisite place where we are of higher intelligence, of emotional maturity, of spiritual evolvement, and we are not getting distracted by this, by that,
1: by the drama, by the emotions. We're not getting distracted by hedonistic pleasures. We are really, really tuning in to this precious, most precious human life
2: and making sure that we are full of gratitude and full of peace. So let's bring that up now into that spiral bringing
1: the wisdom of Mother Earth, billions and billions of years old,
2: of life, of experience, of structure, of cycles, bringing in all of that energy into our being from Mother Earth, bringing in the peace and the energy and just recalibrating ourselves, recalibrating on the atomic level, the electric magnetic level, allowing that to have its
1: processes through our body, through the blood, through the flesh, through the organs, through the chemicals
2: that our body makes, the hormones. And we keep this spiral moving through us. We keep it in the back of
1: the mind that we are always connected to Mother Earth, that we are always a vehicle here of this earthly
2: energy that we are grounded and supported by this earth in a
1: three-dimensional way, but also in a very deep spiritual way.
2: Taking a deep breath, opening our eyes and being present. Thank you
1: so much, Pam. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Love now.
0: You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.